This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, a self-defense event happens in seconds. In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, with, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R. What's up, man? What's kicking, brother? I was at the, uh, I was at the uh, rodeo. Over the weekend, Bulls only. The Bulls only rodeo on Lakeside. Although I only went, uh, I didn't stay Saturday night because I don't know if you were aware, we had a little, uh, little, Ground, little, 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 little downpour, little dribble, little dribble. dribble. So I was like, I'm calling it. We're standing there in yeah. mud. And Alicia, how are you today? I'm doing really well. Very good. Got style on the glasses. Huh? Trying to be a grown up. Figure, well, <laughs> if they're gonna make, if we're gonna make you read. You might as well be able to read, right? Giving it a try. Giving it a try. Did you go to Bulls only too? I did not. No. She was going to come out and help, but I was like, I, I. Oh, you did a yeah. table. There were a couple. Yeah, we had a whole yeah. booth, and I'm like, eh, we're we're comp calling it. This thing's dead. Was it, it right? actually wasn't dead? There were a ton of people. Yes, Friday was good. Saturday was the day I was supposed to go out and help, and it was, you know, a little rained out. A little, yeah, but but you but you didn't. Was it was the stands full? Uh, well, so it was it was pouring rain at six o'clock. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. So I was like, all right, we, we got to call it. I was there with some volunteers. We're seriously sitting there and like mud a puddle yeah and like i think you know our little space just wasn't the best and i was like you know what we're passing out paper you know and it's it's pouring rain and mud. We, we got i gotta call it you gotta you gotta think of the, the volunteers first so on the way out there was a line through the parking lot around the corner up the hill down the valley right so there's a ton of people okay so that pretty yeah it that area is terrible they, traffic well yeah well yeah they were not as discouraged by the rain as i was Bulls don't care. Yeah. They and didn't. if you're sitting on top of it or attempting to sit on top of it, <laughs> maybe falling in the mud would not be a bad thing. Jackson, you ever ridden a bull? Uh, no one. I I have not, and I don't want to. You don't, why not? How about yeah. a calf? A little short of the ground. Maybe a calf, but still, I would probably say no. no. Have you ever heard they, they call them mutton busters? And what you do... Now, this might work for you because yeah. you ride a sheep that's got a whole lot of fur that's real thick so you can hang on to him. Would you do that? Uh, I'd give it a maybe. Okay. 
a little mint jelly with hey, it. Hey, by the way, I heard you talk to uh, Nick Novak, and he's going to come over and help you put uh, the race car together. Yep. Are you excited? Very. I know. We're going to get that bad boy gone. Did you come up with a number? My lucky number 13. All right. Nice. Your dad, you're not going to use your dad's ship number? No. Put it down in the lower corner. If he gives you any money, put it down in the lower corner. That's like advertising, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Advertising. Next time you go to war. Yeah. Next time. You never, exactly. <laughs> you going to leave it silver or are you going to change it? I think we might leave it silver. Okay. Well, it's, you ought to have a, by the way, this is your crew behind me. Your pit crew. Yeah. Pit <laughs> yeah. crew. So you always have to talk to the pit crew and say, all right, what do we want here? What do we want to do with this thing? Maybe you can get you, um, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, get uh, Fred. Mike to, uh, sponsor it. San Diego County. Yeah, we'll put a little owners. sticker on it. Yeah. Give you a couple grand a month. How cool? A couple grand a month. <laughs> Jeez, I almost choked. <laughs> Just <laughs> please. I don't think I've ever been able to get you to choke that quick. All right. So, okay, what do we got on the show? We got all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to talk about the voter guides. We're going to spend a segment on everybody's voter guide, San Diego's Orange and Inland Empires. Uh, so we're going to have Carla from Inland Empire on the show. We're going to have Heather from Orange County on the show. And then I'm going to talk about San Diego's uh, voter guide and we're going to talk about you know highlight some of the folks we're going to talk about the voter guide in general you know what can you do and why um as far as supporting pro second amendment candidates which is exactly that's our whole point that's what we're trying to do the other thing is get your tickets for inland empire gun owners gun prom um go to gunprom.com it's november wait, wait it's when is it yeah not at all it's november no, it's November November twelfth. Twelfth. November twelfth, yeah. November twelfth, right after the election. So there's gonna be a lot of cool things to celebrate. November twelfth. But go to gunprom.com. The cool thing is AWR Hawkins is now going to be the keynote speaker at Gunprom and Inland Empire. If you don't know who AW Hawkins is, then uh, you have got to get out from underneath the rock. because mm-hmm. uh, he is the the, the one of the, probably the premier Second Amendment author uh, uh, that you're going to find. If, mm-hmm. if you do a search for any story, he will have written an article. He is he is out front on every battle when it comes to the Second Amendment. He's actually been, he was the keynote speaker a few years ago at the Orange County's uh, gun prom, and then we had a panel discussion a few years ago. And I got to tell you, he gave one of the best talks I've ever seen at this panel discussion. He talked about uh, how skewed the uh, media is. And and why and and but he but he really went into it to depth and mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was fascinating. It was a re- he's a great speaker. He's a great guy. So excited to have him come out. Rare rarely do you get to see him talk in California, if at all. So AWR Hawkins is going to be at uh, Gun Prom and Inland Empire. It's at March Air Force Base at the museum. So mm-hmm. go to gunprom.com, get tickets. They have all your information. And then, of course, this week is San Diego's monthly meetings. Uh, Tuesday is at uh, North County Shooting Center if you're in North County. Um, it's a discount gun mart if you are in, like, Central or East County. And then Thursday it's down at Labella's Pizza uh, if you're in South County. So come on out. Uh, you know, meet other like-minded people. Eat some pizza with us. Uh, find out what you can do to support the Second Amendment join do all kinds of really important stuff and then of course we're going to interview some folks uh san bernardino county supervisor candidate luis satina is going to be on the line we're going to talk to him and see what we can do to to support him and uh talk to him a little bit and then uh of course we're gonna have sam the gun and we got a really really couple we have a couple of good questions for sam the gun man <laughs> chances are we're not gonna stump him but it always sounds good 
Yeah. You could be optimistic. Yeah. Oh, right. He's, uh, it's, it's impossible to stump that little guy. Yeah, it, it really is. That little, by the way, hats off, hats off to the San Diego County Gun Owners Voter Guide. Yeah. And and I tell you, folks, there is one other one you can throw next to it. Yep. And you won't have to, you won't you'll be able to fill all the boxes, which yep. I was able to do. Yeah. Uh, is Carl DeMiles. Yeah, he does, yeah, he does a really good. Of course, his is all up and down the state of California. Yeah, his is very thorough. Um, if we disagree, though, side with us. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> but I will say, I chuckled because on a couple of them, he says, "You will be destroyed." <laughs> if you vote for this person, oh, wow. so he kind of threw his own little comedy his own, into yeah, it as well. Yeah, he. We actually, I, I don't. I, there's very, very little daylight between the endorsements, and we we have been working with Reform California, which is Carl's organization, right? On uh, where we agree. I didn't see any deviations between the two. Big ones, the sheriff. The big ones, the sheriff. Oh, I automatically knew who I was going to. I didn't yeah. even look on his guide for yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that when it comes uh, time to the voter guide. But everything else, we pretty much agree. I mean, we're pretty much, uh, you know, and it's not so much that we got together in a smoky room and no, planned such as you would like. It's just that the obvious choices are obvious. Right. So there's very little daylight between, um, which means that we, uh, you know, uh, we got some good candidates. And the only thing I can say on the sheriff, yeah, hats off to Sango County gun owners for vetting somebody more so than a couple other people that you and I have talked about, and which I was surprised that, like, and I asked him, well, what about this? No, oh, I don't know. I Brother, it's our crowning jewel. We, I think it is. We, Seriously. We have truly, I mean, I don't, well, we're, we're, well, we're talking good, about it in our side. You're a good interviewer anyway. I really I, am. I know you. I'm good looking. It's, all, it's just almost scary. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, folks, Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County's gun rights. OCGO has developed the infrastructure that focuses on changing the face of gun ownership by getting volunteers involved in local level activisms and reach out. We have made a profound influence and advancement on policies protecting the Second Amendment throughout all of Orange County. And if you live in Orange County and want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, you need to join ocgunowners.com slash join. Volunteers at, volunteer at a shooting social, you know, maybe at a gun shop, a tabletop, and uh, help more pro-gun local officials get elected. Become a member today, OCG ocgunowners.com slash join ocgunowners.com slash join speaking of which speaking of which we have the uh, uh, none other than the executive director of Orange County Gun Owners she runs the the show over there she's the the top dog and head janitor and bottle washer and everything all of the above um, Heather Hawk how you doing I'm doing good. How about you guys? Happy Sunday, gun day. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for making the time to call in. How is everything in Orange County? How is Orange County gun owners doing? 
Uh, we're doing good. We survived the thunderstorms last night, which was nice. I missed that from Ohio, so I, I enjoy them, but <laughs> get a little rain's good. Um, Orange County gun, gun owners doing really well. Uh, we're growing and growing each month. Um, so, I mean, we're hoping to get up as big as San Diego County gun owners here one day. So, um, you know, getting out there, getting getting the word out there about us and just, you know, getting more members, getting more people involved in the Second Amendment. Well, you guys are going the right direction. You guys are doing a fantastic job. You had your gun prom back in March, right? Uh, April. April. Yep, had, April. It, had it in April. I was close. And uh, you guys are uh, uh, growing and doing shooting socials and doing tabletops and doing all kinds of stuff, doing all the right activities, have a great board, have a great executive director. There's no reason to not get involved and be successful. And you've now produced a really fantastic voter guide. Yes, we have. Yep, we got thirty six candidates on there. So thirty six. Um, I think you guys have the biggest voter out of San Diego, Inland Empire, and uh, Orange. I think you guys have uh, success. I think you guys have the most. I think you guys beat San Diego out. That's fantastic. Yeah, we were really excited about. It. I was excited about the number of um, questionnaires we got back too with people who were pro Second Amendment. So it's really refreshing to hear. You know, you hear a lot of negativity from California, and it's just it's nice and refreshing to hear candidates that are you know they've grown up with firearms they're they're very pro second amendment and they'll support our rights so so what do you, what is the environment generally in orange county when it comes to second amendment um it's it's a lot of it's kind of quiet and there's a lot of people who have firearms and i mean i, I have no idea the exact number but so many people talk about it but it's under the rug like they they're afraid to talk about it out loud is what i've noticed and once they find someone, though, that is and spe- then speaks up, like I have a lot of friends that didn't know I was into firearms. And once they find out, they're like, oh, my gosh, you do. Why well, have this? And I, I, you know, I go shooting here. And, you know, it's it's kind of there. There is it's like a silent majority that that isn't as active as it should be and, and as outspoken. So um, like a quiet culture, if that, if that's the best way to say it. And you're looking, of course, you're looking to change the, that quiet part. Yes, I'm not a quiet person, so. <laughs> You so, guys know I like to talk. So. I do, I do, absolutely. So <laughs> you guys, uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about the process. You got, you sent out. Talk, tell people about the process when you started a few months. You started, I think, you started in like July or, or uh, Correct, yeah. uh, for the uh, for the November uh, um, for the November election. And you know, talk a little bit about the process. What are the steps you take to 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 whittle it down to thirty? I think you said thirty six. Yeah, so it starts out, um, we actually will look and reach out to city clerks, um, in, anywhere we can get information on who's running, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, we'll kind of build a list. Um, I had to help one of our board members, Tom Kirk, he was very integral in helping me reach out to as many people as we could, and um, so we put together a spreadsheet by city, uh, I believe there's 34 cities and municipalities in Orange County, so there's quite a few, and uh, we tried to get everyone's emails, any kind of contact information we could. And we sent out an email to them, letting them know that we had a questionnaire for them to fill out. And that's the first step for them to uh, be vetted. Uh, we, we will send that to them. They have to fill it out and return it. So we know that they're, you know, they're serious about being endorsed. Uh, the questionnaire has great questions on there specific to the second amendment, uh, even, you know, to the points of, um, you know, CCWs, um, any any kind of laws that might come up that are in place, um, the assault weapons ban in California, so everything pertaining to that. 
and they fill that out and return it to us, then I will reach out to them um, and have a one-on-one conversation with them, meetings, you know, talk to them more about what some of their answers are. Um, And at that point, some of the answers, you know, a lot of the times we'll get ones where they come back and they're, um, they're, they're, they like guns, but, or they own guns, but, and there's all these, these extra little things. And that's where it starts to creep in where that person's not completely fully supportive of the second amendment. And then you look at, is that really what we want representing, you know, trying to get laws passed and things because they can, then maybe they're, they're also maybe not up to speed on what's going on, um, with second amendment laws or things that are going on. So the, they're easily convinced on the other side. You know, they don't get all the facts. So those are things we look at and talk to them. It is and that, then, that, that but really is an opportunity to, you know, either, either educate and they kind of go, oh, all right, yeah, I see, you know, and I'm with you philosophically. And now I get the details and I'm with you. Or it's an opportunity to, to separate the wheat from the chaff. You know, oh, okay, this person really doesn't agree with us. But yeah, that, right. that but is, is the, when they show us their, their big butt, that's when, yeah. <laughs> that's when we go all right wait a minute there's a problem there could be a problem yeah, so kelly's laughing. we had a lot yeah there was one i had they had the i you know i think all guns should be switched over to smart guns and, I, and i'm like that's um <laughs> that's a very big task and not very good because <laughs> it's not reliable uh, but you know there, there's things like that where and some people you can you can talk to them and they understand and others are like well no this is my feeling on it and that's you know that's your feeling you know, we, we try to, to educate, and that's one of our big proponents is, you know, we've got to educate people on firearms. Don't just listen to the media and what they're showing you. Right. Um, a lot of people who, I mean, there were several candidates I talked to that, you know, had good conversations. They they just don't, they don't know about firearms and they don't understand. And they, they are pro-Second Amendment, but when it comes to speaking up about it or talking about it, they don't have those talking points or they don't. You know, they don't know anything about firearms, which is the same problem with the other side that's more anti-gun. They don't understand. They've never shot a gun half the time or, you know, they've been, not been around them. So they don't understand how useful they are. And if you can convince them to even come to the range with you and try something, you know, a lot of them realize they're they're not as scary as they're portrayed. <laughs> so who are you particularly proud of on your on your list? Who's a who's a standout uh, um, candidate or talk a little bit about some of the some of the individuals on the list? Um, there's a few. Uh, one of the, the bigger races that we have uh, is for OC supervisor, uh, Patricia Bates. Um, she's running in District 5 against Katrina Foley. And she, um, she's, very big, she's a pro, proponent of the Second Amendment. Um, she has been in office for several years. Um, so she's been a supervisor. She's been um, in the Senate and the Assembly in California. Um, she actually helped, uh, talking to her a little bit, she helped push CCWs in Orange County before we had pro sheriffs in place. Um, getting more people their CCWs, um, and I, I really, I, I took the opportunity when I was talking to her about um, her stance and everything with a conversation we had with Sheriff Barnes when he was at one of our meetings, um, monthly meetings. He was talking about how the supervisors that are currently there, you know, they they approve his budget and they approved everything in his budget last year except adding more people to the CCW team to help get people processed and approved. So I made sure I talked to her about that and mentioned that and she was a gung-ho all for making sure that gets approved, especially with the number of CCW applicants they have now coming through. You know, I, I love that when I hear people wanting their citizens armed. So, so if uh, you want to cut happy. the wait time down, if you want to help cut the wait time down to get your to get CCWs and then uh, help help get Pat Bate elected, is that what I'm hearing? Correct. Yes. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>
Good. She, I, you know, she was at she was at gun prom, and she's definitely voted the right way when she had the opportunity. Um, when it comes to the Second Amendment, so that was uh, that was a that was an easy and, and good endorsement. I'm glad she's running. I'm glad that she reached out for an endorsement. Um, yeah. Who else do you like? Um, another one, um, Blair Stewart, it's Rodney Blair. He's in Brea city council. Brea is, there's a lot of pro two a people there. So it's great. And um, just that, that kind of that city has a good second amendment mentality there. Um, uh, he is a firefighter, um, you know, very big into shooting loads, his own ammo and everything. Um, he is actually a 10 ring member for Orange County Gun Owners. Nice. Um, so very that's your highest level of membership. For those uh, who don't know, that's the highest level of membership in Orange County, the 10 ring member. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. What about, do you, have any, do you have any folks that you endorsed who are running for office that, that, are, that were, you know, they were active uh, members of Orange County Gun Owners and then they decided to run for office? Um, it, Amy Van West, uh, she actually was on, she's on our, um, board. However, right now she's stepped down just because she's being endorsed. Right. Um, but she, she she's an active for? member. Oh, All right. can what, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. What's Amy running oh. for? Um, she's running for Westminster city council district one. Nice. So she, she, um, you know, is very pro second amendment, um, strong supporter, uh, she actually was trying to get some of her other the local people who were running to fill out her questionnaire and everything that she she knew were interested in Second Amendment. Some Good. of them didn't didn't get it filled out in time, but <laughs> yeah. And then of course Danielle you know. Mills, right? She was ex- very active in Orange County Gunners, and she is a first time candidate. She's running for is it school board? Yeah, uh, Newport Mesa School Board. She's trustee area two. Um, and I know she's got her opponent is getting a lot of funding and support from, I believe, like Planned Parenthood and things. So she's, you know, they're very grassroots. They don't have a lot of funding. So she's asking for a lot of support. She's she's in it for the parents, you know, and you know, she's great, you know, proponent of the Second Amendment. Um, great sharpshooter, too. <laughs> she's <laughs> wonderful. Shoot, so. She and her husband both are absolutely wonderful. So to help Orange County get some folks elected, we need you to do a, a few things. Go to orangecountygunowners.com check out the list, help somebody, help more than one person who's endorsed, join Orange County Gun Owners, uh, go to their meetings, help them walk neighborhoods and do all the things that we're going to do, that the candidates are going to do that uh, to, to get the right people elected. Uh, but definitely, definitely, definitely go to orangecountygunowners.com and become a member today. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. All right, folks. Hey, don't touch that dial. We got a lot more coming up on Gun Owners Radio. FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Well, hey, gun prom is coming up in the Inland Empire. Get your dresses and suits ready. Dust off those dancing shoes and get ready to celebrate and support the Second Amendment. Join us and other Second Amendment supporters on March 12, 2022 at March Air Museum in Riverside. You can celebrate with delicious food, drinks, and dancing. Don't miss your chance to win some amazing prizes and support the Second Amendment at the same time. Get your tickets now at gunprom.com. Are you going to be there? I'm definitely going to be there. Then you'll get to meet 
the world famous Michael Schwartz. Oh my gosh! Might even get a picture. Yeah, a little autograph, action, hug. Might even take you out on the dance floor. <laughs> and if that's the case, we are all coming. You're way off script at that. This point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see we have a special guest in. Who do we have? Uh, so we're continuing on. We're talking about the uh, the voter guides, and uh, so we just, of course, spoke with Heather from Orange County. She's talking about Orange County Gun Owners Voter Guide. So now we're going to have Carla from uh, Inland Empire, which is, of course, Riverside and San Bernardino, and she's going to cool. talk about their voter guide. How are you, Carla? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Fantastic. So talk a little bit about Inland Empire. Talk a little bit. Inland Empire is Riverside County and San Bernardino County combined. Um, which is Correct. very challenging to have a uh, an organization cover two <laughs> two two counties, to, isn't to it? To say the least. <laughs> what are some of the challenges? First, first challenge well, is you guys have two sheriffs. We do. We have two sheriffs. We have we have just about two of everything, if not more than that. Um, but San Bernardino being one of the largest county in the nation, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, Riverside, which ranks about the twelfth or thirteenth largest in the nation. So. They are, between the two, we have probably close to 10 million people combined. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people, yes. So talk a little bit about, so you guys started your uh, doing your vetting, uh, what, right around July for the November race? Um, yeah, about July. I mean, as soon as the results started coming in and we started getting, you know, finalized people who are going to be on the November ballot. Um, oh, first really off, started. you guys had you, you had a ballot for June, and, and it went really well for we you did. guys, right? We did. Every one of our members, or every one of our endorsed candidates, uh, made their their uh, the vote the vote uh, for November. Congratulations! So they all advanced forward. Yes. So that's a that's a good foundation to start building on for November. Talk a little bit about the experience of uh, you know getting folks, vetting folks, and endorsing them for November. It was it was difficult um just because everybody is so focused on trying to get to the november election and everyone is so busy because there's such a vast area to cover for our candidates um but i was able to pull in more people on top of that i i actually went to several uh, meet and greets listened to some of the candidates and then went up and introduced myself and told them what we did and and who we are and invited them to fill out our questionnaire and i would say out of the maybe nine or 10 people I spoke with, five of them did, and we endorsed all of them. And um, even to this day, I still get emails from candidates asking, you know, can I, can we get on your voter guide? Can we, you know, get your endorsement? Um, unfortunately, we've had to cut it off and our voter guide was in print already. So I, you know, I tell them, you know, good luck. Here's our dates. Become a member. That way you don't miss the cutoff dates in the future. Um, and if you're having any kind of events or you want to come out and speak with our members, please let me know. I'm happy to help your campaign in that way. And okay, so any who in particular? Talk about some folks that you're particularly proud of, or or that stand out, or that you, that you like. Um, you know, our sheriffs are pretty awesome. We we are pretty lucky with our sheriffs. Uh, sheriff Bianco and Sheriff Dykus are both outstanding uh, Second Amendment supporters. Uh, we're lucky that Sheriff Bianco won his primary, so he won't necessarily be on the November ballot, but we're still endorsing him. Um, and with the new uh, legal yep. law that... Yep, he's in for six uh, years. 
He's in for six years. Yes, the new thing that that uh, Gavin Newsom signed. He's in for six years, as well as Mike Hestron. Um, unfortunately, that didn't take place for Shannon Dykus, but um, we still are pushing everything forward with him. And he's an amazing sheriff. He's really stepped up and helped. He helped his uh, predecessor do the CCWs here in San Bernardino and is following suit since he uh, took over the position when Sheriff McMahon retired. And, and that's, so a, pretty, it's a, that's an important point to make. All, so all sheriffs yeah. who are getting elected in November um, are mm-hmm. in for six years. This is the first. Yes. This is very unusual. They're normally in for four, but they're actually changing the cycle um, so that it falls on, uh, uh, so that it's a, uh, uh, so that it, it you're, it, it's the same as the presidential. So that's Correct. that's why they're doing that. So everybody yeah. you vote for for sheriff, um, you know, Barnes in Orange County, although he won, um, uh, Dykus in San Bernardino, um, Chad Bianco in Riverside, although he won. And then, of course, Kelly Martinez down in San Diego. They will be in office yes. for six years. Yes, that's that's pretty amazing. It's you know I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then we had a, a couple of people reach out that that I'm impressed with our conversations. Um, one of them is our guest, your guest tonight, Luis Satina. Yeah, he, talk you about know, Luis. He reached out to me. Yeah, and when we did our primary endorsement, we actually endorsed his challenger. Um, then, you know, things came up. I had several members contact me, several board members. We did some more research. Luis himself contacted me directly. And then I spent some time, more time speaking with him Mm -hmm. and brought his application to the board. I even set up an interview with him and our board members so that our board members can ask the questions that most concerned them. And he was able to, you know, talk with them, explain to them about how, you know, he's eager to learn. He's he really does support the Second Amendment. He has a great passion uh, for the area and for the Second Amendment. One of the first things that I did um, after speaking with them was reach out to Rich Hummel and ask him, hey, is there a way to get him on Gun Owners Radio, even if we decide not to endorse him? come for the for the November election can we still get him on because he his passion was just so incredible that's amazing so, that is that's cool to run into yeah. isn't it we know you it is I know how hard you work and I know that you know it's not always you know a lot of it's just kind of nose to the grindstone not sexy kind of second amendment stuff it's spreadsheets and emails and phone calls and organizing <laughs> and Right. It's that kind of, you know, and, and when yes. you when you run into somebody that is as passionate, you know, about the Second Amendment, you know, it's, it, it feels good, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. One of our other candidates on the list I actually went to high school with. Oh, um, wow. He is. Yeah, it's it's West Speak. He is running for uh, the uh, city council district five in Corona. He's currently their mayor. Um, so he is the incumbent. And when I called him, I'm like, you know, Wes, I, we went to school together and I know that you are a Second Amendment supporter. You know, things haven't changed that much since we went to school. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm a Second Amendment supporter. And he looked at our website and he goes, well, how come I'm in the thumbs down? I said, well, <laughs> because, yeah, I said my predecessor had sent out emails asking our, our, our politicians to fill out a questionnaire i said if she didn't get it back then you were putting the thumbs down that's right here's why i didn't get it so i sent it he filled it out right away i went in put him in the thumbs up 
and then brought his application to the board to be um, one of our endorsed candidates. So that section of the website where we have the thumbs up, thumbs down, or undecided for city council members, uh, sheriffs, you know, county, um, that's exactly what that's for. It's, it's <laughs> not an endorsement. Um, it's right. supposed to be a quick reactionary thing. Uh, but the idea of giving somebody a thumbs down when they don't respond to us or they haven't reached out to us or they won't talk to us, whatever, that's what we want. We want to, we want to yes. you know, influence them to go, hey, wait a minute, why am I a thumbs down? I see it time and time again. Um, so that's great. I'm glad. That's very, very cool. And it's good yes. that we got to the bottom of, uh, of his views on the Second Amendment. And it's great that he's good on the Second Amendment. Um, that's awesome. So when's, when's, your, when's your monthly meeting coming up? Our monthly meeting is going to be held on October 27th, Thursday night at 6.30, and it's being held at Papa Joe's Pizza off of Harupa Avenue in Riverside. Okay, good. Uh, so you want everybody to show up? Yes. We need everybody we to- actually, Wes uh, is actually going to be there to speak that night. Good. Uh, yeah, and we're going to also have uh, Vincent Sai, who's running for State Assembly for District 2. Good. I mean, I'm sorry, District 22. So he'll be the, also there to speak. And what we need you to do is go to InlandEmpireGunOwners.com and check out the voter guide. We need you to join, become a member for $10 a month or $100 per year, whichever you prefer. And we need you to go talk to Carla at her meeting at the end of the month on the 20, you said the 27th? Yes, absolutely. I'll be there. On the 27th. And (laughs) this is how you change the culture for the better when it comes to the Second Amendment in California. Um, get yep. involved, you know, help these folks. Now, if you go on, on the website and you look at the voter guide and you're wondering what to do, well, of course, number one, vote for everyone you can, uh, you know, on the voter guide. Number two, you want to take that voter guide and you want to share it with as many people as you possibly can. Share it on social media, email it, print it out, show it to your friends. Uh, and then you, you want to pick a couple of these folks and send them an email and say, hey, I saw you were endorsed by Inland Empire Gun Owners. Um, just wanted to say thank you, you know, give them 10 bucks, you know, Hey, I donated 10 bucks to your campaign. I wanted to say thanks or whatever you can afford 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever you can afford. Um, and that's, that's how you make a difference. Cause a lot of these guys, you know, we like to sit back and, and, you know, it's, it's real easy to sit back and, and, and judge and say, gee, they should just be pro second amendment unapologetically, you know, and they're trying to navigate through these political waters in California behind enemy lines. And when they get an endorsement by a gun organization, you know, I, I know they're kind of going, gee, I, I hope this helps. You know, I hope this helps. I hope that it helps right. me get elected. I want to do, you know, good for, for gun owners, but, you know, I want to make sure that this has a positive effect. By you donating, calling, emailing, and letting them know, hey, man, wanted to say thank or woman, I <laughs> wanted to say thanks, um, <laughs> that helps. It helps. It helps yeah. them go, hey, you know what, this was the right decision. I am going to do more for Inland Empire gun owners. I am going to help Carla and all our members out. Uh, so yeah. So um, what's yep. the what's the website? I just it's, it's Inland Empire gun owners, right? IEGunOwners.org or IEGunOwners.com. That's even easier. IEGunOwners.org yep. and uh, check it out. Join ten bucks a month, hundred dollars a year. Help Carla out. Go uh, volunteer at her shooting socials or her tabletops. Thank you so much, Carla. Thank you guys. Have a good evening. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You guys listen to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. 
welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Nice. Yeah, that was a cute wink. You have a job, young lady. You don't have it? Five o'clock? Oh, it's not there yet? Oh, it's it's five. Ha, ha, ha. Got one of us excited here. All right. Well, then in my case, hey, do you have legal matters that involve firearms? Then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant, call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760-642-1715 or just go to their website at dillonlawgp.com. All right, so we've talked to Heather from Orange County about Orange County gun owners and their voter guide. We've talked to Carla from Inland Empire about Inland Empire's voter guide. And now we're going to talk to Michael Schwartz about San Diego County's voter guide. If you go to San Diego County Gun Owners.com or SDCGO.org, you will see our, our November voter guide. And a lot of these are, uh, there's some, you know, pretty obvious choices. Um, if you go through there, Rob McNellis. Uh, you know, and Santee, Ron Hall, both those guys were fantastic. Uh, of course, Rob's a founding board member for San Diego County Gun Owners. He's done a ton in the way of CCW, getting CCWs. He actually wrote op-eds uh, criticizing the previous sheriff for not issuing. Uh, Christina Licio, Laura Lothian, Tony Orlando. We we just did a really great job of getting Laura Lothian elected in La Mesa. Now, of course, that was a special election a year ago. We got to get her reelected. And we got to get her some help. Christina Alicio was also on the board of San Diego County Gun Owners. And uh, Tony Orlando uh, is uh, took him to the range, uh, vetted him thoroughly, a uh, no-nonsense Second Amendment guy. Help us get those three elected. Um, you know, there's a lot of really great candidates. All of them on here are really great candidates. Dane White from Escondido is running for mayor. Um, Joe Garcia, we've endorsed him before. Newcomer Marco Contreras down in Chula Vista is a fantastic candidate. And uh, Melanie Burkholder and Keith Blackburn, both in Carlsbad, are really, really big supporters of San Diego County Gun Owners and the Second Amendment. And then Mike Johnson, SD Must, we had him on uh, not too long ago. He's running in Escondido as well. He's somebody that definitely deserves your vote. In fact, he's looking for volunteers right now. We have a really great, well-rounded um, list of endorsements. A new guy up in Oceanside, Rick Robinson, who's running alongside of Corey Jensen and Brian uh, Pepin and Poway. Um, and of course, Gary Kendrick, someone we've endorsed before. Bill Wells, uh, someone we've endorsed before. John Franklin out in Vista, who's also running with Armin Curdy. These are a really, really solid group of people. Um, all are very fantastic. At the top of the list, of course, we have Amy Reichardt, who's been wonderful. Jim Desmond, Jordan Marks, both guys that have uh, been around from the beginning of San Diego County Gunners have done a lot to support us. And then at the very, very top is Kelly Martinez, who's running for sheriff. And I want to talk a little bit about that because, uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot of questions. If you look at this list, so I don't know, 90% of these folks are uh, Republicans. And, uh, you know, even down in the school board section, uh, Pat Batten, Scott Wooden, um, Andrew Hayes, uh, Dan Summers, all these guys. And during off election years, gun owners come up to me in droves and they say, look, we just want people that will support the Second Amendment. You know, I don't care about the party. You know, we want Democrats to support guns just as much as the Republicans. But then when, when, when it comes time 
you know, and we've we've ba- we've endorsed two Democrats out of all these Republicans. And man, it makes people really I really underestimated how loyal people are to what they perceive the Republican Party to be. Now, the Republican Party is just a is just a political party. They're not there to defend your Second Amendment rights. There's not a single plank in their uh, in their platform that they will stand by. Uh, it, you know, if they know it means defeat. Okay, what they're about is winning. So that's fine. I'm not criticizing them for it, but you have to understand when you're walking into the polls exactly what what it's all about. Now, when it comes to the sheriff, now we've endured, it's not like we have some kind of vendetta against the Republican Party. 90%, 95%, almost, you know, everybody on this list is a Republican. Some of these are, you know, huge Republican leaders in the party. Well, you're trying to take politics out of the equation and get just give people opportunities to vote for the right people for the right job. I want to shift party loyalty to principle loyalty. See, and when I talk about that, I'm talking about the principle of the Second Amendment. I understand. But yeah. see, you're a 49er fan or you're a Raider fan. <laughs> right. Okay. 49ers probably, you know, if they can't win, you know, you hate them every day. But if you were to vote, you'd vote for them. And I think, I, I think a lot of Democrats do it out of loyalty more so than – Matter of fact, you know what's the it, what's it the is. right party in the, to come in the house? They it's it takes it's gut check time. Yeah, when yeah. you when you're you know when you've been voting for one party you know your whole life, and then you have to vote for the and you have to do something enemy. different, you know, and it's gut check time. It's terrible. But what I'm here to tell you is nobody knows this sheriff's race more than I do. Right in San Diego County, there's He's not been arrested one twelve person. times, folks. He knows it inside now. <laughs> there's not one person in San Diego County. There's not a Republican. There's not a Democrat. There's nobody that knows this race. Nobody has met with both candidates. Uh, nobody's interviewed both candidates as thoroughly as I have. You know, and it just happens to be I'm the guy that advocates for the Second Amendment. Right. Well, that's not the only thing I talk to them about. I talk to them about their viability. Mm-hmm. I talk to them about you know are they doing the things that it takes to to run the race. I talked to him about character. I talked to him about effectiveness. And nobody has uncovered what I've uncovered with with the Republican candidate, John Hemmerling. And the guy is an absolute disaster. He's all over the map. He says one thing to one group, and then he says something to another group. The Union Tribune pulled their endorsement of him because he said some anti-trans things. And then he, he goes back, and now he's pro-trans. And who knows where this guy stands on anything, let alone the Second Amendment. When we talked to him, when I talked to him and vetted him on on Second Amendment issues, it was all a bunch of vague talking points. This guy is not your friend. He is not somebody who believes what you and I believe when it comes to the Second Amendment. Meanwhile, Kelly Martinez has done a fantastic job while she's been in in in, in the position of undersheriff, while she's been in the command staff. She's worked her way up. She's been in the sheriff's department for over 30 years. She's got the the vote of the rank and file. The Deputy Sheriff's Association said, yep, this is our person. Um, and she's done a fantastic job when it comes to CCWs. Now, this isn't – I'm not saying this for, as somebody who's standing off for, to this, you know, on the sidelines and watching. I'm actually working with the sheriff's department. We've, we've spoken. We've emailed. We've talked a number of times. We've made real suggestions on how they can improve the system when it comes to CCWs, and she has agreed every step of the way. It, this isn't a casual thing. I'm not a wallflower here. This is some. I'm somebody who's actually been involved with uh, Kelly Martinez. 
Now, a lot of people are worried because Kelly Martinez is endorsed by some of the worst Democrats who are, you know, anti-gun in San Diego, people like Nathan Fletcher and Todd Gloria. And I got to tell you, if that's all you knew about the candidate, then yes, it should give you pause. But to understand why they were in, why they endorsed, first off, we got, we, we got, Kelly was our pick first. So we got there first. We were working with Kelly for over a year, Kelly Martinez, for over a year on on uh, CCW issues and other things. We were vetting her long before they endorsed her. The reason they came in and endorsed her so hard is because the 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 Democratic Party actually endorsed a guy named Dave Myers. Dave Myers is a soup sandwich. <laughs> he is an absolute disaster. He is so far uh he's such an extremist. He's so incompetent. Um, that uh, these top Democrats said, wait, 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 you guys endorsed who for sheriff? So they stepped in and said, look, we've worked with Kelly Martinez. We've worked with the current command staff. We know they know what they're doing. we got to step in and help. So they endorsed her uh, for her competence. It's not like they were sitting around going, hey, you know what? we got to ban guns. Let's go endorse Kelly Martinez for sheriff. That doesn't make any sense at all. That doesn't make any sense at all. So they endorsed her based on that. And, oh, by the way, you know who else endorsed her? Joel Anderson. Joel Anderson endorsed Kelly Martinez. He is Mr. Republican. Now, he actually stepped outside of, of what he, you know, the Republican Party, it's written into the rules that you can't endorse, uh, you know, a non-Republican. And he said, you know what? Don't care. She's the person for the job. She's doing a fantastic job. I don't care if I get my hand smacked. I'm going to do it. Nobody accuses Joel Anderson and look at, by looking at his record and, and, and you know things that he said and things that he's done in public office, no one accuses him of being a soft Republican. This guy is as Republican and is, is, is a second amendment as they come, period, full stop. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, uh, Hemmerling it was endorsed by Dave Myers. Dave Myers is a far left-wing anti-gun he actually wrote an op-ed saying, look, Democrats, you need to vote for the Republican, John Hemmerling, because the Democrat, Kelly Martinez, is way too pro-Second Amendment. <laughs> like, what world are we living in? Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> and Hemmerling, didn't, he didn't reject that. He didn't say, oh, well, whatever, he can endorse what he wants. He's actually touting it. He's proud of this guy. Uh, you know, Dave Myers is a left-wing progressive extremist. I mean... You know, he makes AOC look like Reagan. Wow. I mean, this he is so such an incompetent, uh, uh, you know, extremist. And Hammerling isn't rejecting it. He's not even passively just saying, "Hey, whatever." I appreciate the endorsement. He's actually bragging about it. He's actually bragging about it. So you have a choice here. It's not between Democrat and Republican. You have a choice between somebody who's experienced and has supported your gun rights. And you have uh, someone else who has no experience, has nothing on their resume that that can support the idea that he can lead a you know four thousand person law enforcement agency. And oh, by the way, his previous job he was a professional gun grabber. That's your choice. It's not between Democrat and Republican. If you look at our voter guide, almost everybody else is a Republican. It's not like we have something against Republicans. We don't have some kind of hidden agenda. You know, we're clearly. Uh, tend to favor Republicans because they tend to uh, be better on the Second Amendment. But the Republicans messed up this time. They made a mistake. This election, in November, you have to vote for Kelly Martinez for sheriff in San Diego County. Go to SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. Join. Ten bucks a month, $100 per year, whichever you prefer. But help us get the right people elected. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to get this intro correct. Right here on Gun Owners Radio FM. 
961 AM 1170. The answer. Luis Satina is running for San Bernardino County Supervisor. Let's get to know him next. But first, did you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego. Pilots can fly almost every day. We're close to the ocean, desert, mountains, and you know, and the border. That's why San Diego <coughs> is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. You can get started as easy as giving them a call at 858-569-1822 or learn to fly at SDFTI, but you can call them again at 858-569-1822. All right, we got Luis Centina running for uh, campaigning for the Board of Supervisors. We did reach out to Jesse Armendariz. Uh, no reply. Luis, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you, and I, I didn't expect anything other than that because we had a candidate forum at the Chamber of Commerce. He didn't show there, and during the primary, there was another campaign uh, event where the primary candidates, and he did not show there as well. And um, it's a pleasure to be with you. Oh, it's totally our pleasure as well. Mike? I, why do you think he's not showing up? Well, because I think uh, when you speak to issues and you have to speak to issues without notes, you have to speak with conviction. And when you're speaking from conviction, you're not scripted, right? It comes from the heart because uh, it's, part, it's embedded in your DNA, so to speak, right? And uh, I'm, I'm very proud and honored to have the endorsement of the Inland Empire gun owners, uh, an endorsement that uh, was stripped away from him uh, during the primary uh, because uh, the, the Second Amendment is critical to upholding the First Amendment. And uh, our campaign is about truth, personal responsibility, and renewed values. And that includes family, family values. You know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of things that are going on in our society right now is because of the lack of fathers in America. And we, keep, we have to uphold the dad in America because fathers are critical to the formation of uh, children and, and society. So what, that's why I think he's not showing up. What, uh, what motivated you to, to run? To tell, a little, tell people a little bit about your background, where you came from, and how you got involved in politics. Well, I'm a, I'm a married man, first and foremost, and uh, my wife and I have six kids, and I've been very much involved in my church and also uh, very much involved in, in promoting family values. I've uh, been serving on for nine and a half years on, on our local water board, have some of the uh, best rates, AA-plus bond ratings. That doesn't happen overnight. Uh, I've served on the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I serve on a transitional homeless shelter for families on a regional level. Why? It's a hands-up philosophy, not a hands-out. And I've coached AYS Coast Soccer for many years, and I, I'm getting tired of hearing my friends leaving the state. Yeah. And my wife and I, we said, I've got to do something about it. Let, let, let's let's uh, raise our voice and talk about the importance of, of, of sound policies, sound fiscal policies, importance of 
of policies written at, at a county level for families. You know, America's greatest treasure is the family. And it was a time in America where elected officials wrote policy to uphold the family and fiscal conservancy. And so that's just not happening. And that's why I'm doing this, because I, I care about the future of my kids. Where are they going to live in California? How can they afford a house? All these over-regulations, and it's just far-reaching, and, and it's enough is enough. And, I'm, and I kid you not, I've been walking precincts with my kids and their friends. San Bernardino County Patriots endorsed this campaign. Redland Tea Party Patriots endorsed this campaign. Pastor Jack Hibbs, former uh, State Senator Mike Morrell, the uh, Mountain View Republican Party out here. Uh, a good number of people support this campaign. And there is an undercurrent. There's an undercurrent of people just saying enough is enough. We want to take back our, our region of, of our country like Americans are doing throughout our beautiful nation. And so we've got to get involved, regain this, and keep playing, quit playing Monday morning quarterback. You know, if you're not at the table, you're on the table. And I'm not going to be on the table anymore. So what? Talk a little bit about what do you think the key to success is when you're when you're campaigning here? What, what do we have? Like three, maybe four weeks left. What what's the key to getting people to vote for you? The key to getting people to vote for me is is what, knowing the truth. Going to our website first and foremost, www.latinoforsupervisor.com. Uh, and what we're doing is this is a grassroots campaign. We're knocking on doors every week. And this past weekend, we knocked on one thousand doors, and and it's the community that's coming out. You know, I, I, I talk about this and people say, oh, you're boasting. I'm not boasting because it's not about me anymore. It's a collective campaign. It's a community interest campaign. We have received 825 contributions. That's unheard of. Um, and it, we're honored by that. And, and the real key is speaking the truth, speaking to truth and conviction. And Americans are, are waking up to it uh, in, an, in an array of issues, right? not just policy issues in California, the overregulations, the abuse of CEQA, um, uh, energy issues. This is the largest geographical county in America with vast deposits of resources, and we're not utilizing to our uh, full capacity. Corporations should be running the San Bernardino County, international airport, major learning institutions, top-notch hospitals, thoroughfares, and logistics. And they're not coming. Why? Because we're not, we're not reliable from a water and power perspective. And so if you don't have those basic elements, you're not going to have mid-sized corporations and storefront. And storefront corporations provide the tax base for police services and fire services, and they enhance the quality of life in communities. And so that's, that's what's really happening here. And uh, San Bernardino County has so much potential, and it's just not being realized. So why why is it important to you that Inland Empire uh, endorsed you for uh, for your race, Inland Empire gun owners? Because it because it's it's uh, it lends truth to my principles. I'm a constitutionalist. Our our country is being attacked. It's being attacked, and everything in that document, where other countries in the world have used it as a template, are being attacked. I mean, what 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 can you expect? When the leading uh, political party questions the authority of the Supreme Court and allows the media to criticize those judges, that's what it means to me to have that endorsement. That's because awesome. That endorsement, that, that endorsement means that this is a solid man who believes in faith, family, and country. That's it. There's no, there's no, there's no secret about life. Faith, family, and country, and you're going to live a, live a purpose-oriented life with fulfillment, and fulfillment is joy. And that's it. 
That's the bottom line. And that's what I want. I, I'm leading my life that way. And that's what I want for my kids and their friends. Well, here's the hardest question you're going to get on the campaign trail. You ready for it? I'm, I'm, hit me with it. All right. Here you go. So my uh, my co-host here, Action Jackson. All of, what, nine years he's old? Nine years old. Yep. He's, uh, uh, he, he shoots regularly. Um, and he, he has a question for you. Go ahead, Action. What's your favorite gun? Good question. <laughs> I have a 38 Smith and Wesson. <laughs> oh wow. wow! A revolver guy. Yeah, a revolver guy. It was my backup. Uh, I was going to be LAPD reserve, and I had, it was my backup ankle gun. And um, I, I just, I love it. It's, you got to respect a, cool a candidate who has an ankle gun. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't know how many candidates we've endorsed have an ankle gun, my friend. It's been a question on the questionnaire. <laughs> yeah, we should put that. We've just thought of a new question for our questionnaire. Well, I got to tell you, we're very, very happy. I know they're very proud in Inland Empire to endorse you. I, I, I think it's fantastic. Carlos said a lot of great things about you. Um, I'm really, really glad that you're running. It sounds like you have your work cut out for you. Um, what can people do to help you win? I want to ask folks to do three things for me, sincerely. One, visit my website, www.thetinaforsupervisor.com. Consider contributing. Contributions have been come in from $10 to the maximum. I love it. I love it because it's people. And that's, tell a friend. That's Satina, C-E-T-I-N-A, right? Correct, C-E-T-I-N-A. If you have any friends that live or family members that live in the cities of Fontana, Rancho Cucamonga, Upland, and San Antonio Heights, call them. Tell them to vote for me, for us. My wife and I are doing this together. Now, Lord knows I wouldn't be able to do this without her consent. And she's been tremendous. And the last thing I want to ask everybody who's listening to us to do, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, pray for us. Pray that we stay focused in this calling and rooted to our service. All right, Luis Satina from from, uh, uh, San Bernardino uh, Board of Supervisors. And check out InlandEmpireGunOwners.com. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Only because we're Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. A lot of people question the San Diego County Gun Owners endorsement of Kelly Martinez for San Diego County Sheriff, and it's not hard to see why, when, and it can be confusing, as she's endorsed by Nathan Fletcher and Todd Gloria. But the recent debate between Martinez and Hemmerling just shows why Martinez is the better choice. But first, hey, a whole lot of companies are frustrated with their website. It looks old, it's out of date, and it's not getting customers. Well, SageTree gets it. Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is real easy. Call 866-728-9100. That's 866-728-9100. Get your website fixed today. Hey, Action Jackson, don't you have a couple shout-outs? Oh. Some of the listeners. Shout outs. Uh, yes. Who are they? <clears throat> the shout outs are 
G23 and Mike White. G23 and Mike White. Thanks for listening. We sure appreciate it. Awesome job, man. All right. So we were going to talk about the Sharks debate. We kind of covered that already. It was, yeah, you it, wore it, it was fairly interesting, though, that uh, um, he, uh, he Hammerling, John Hammerling, the Republican, uh, accused or basically criticized Kelly Martinez. Well, I want to go back to what, Kelly Martinez. Well, he, went, he, accused, he said that she was a tool of the gun lobby. Well, <laughs> if she's a tool of the gun lobby, why is Nathan, Nathan Fletcher endorsing her? Well, it's got nothing to do with guns. It, he endorsed her because the the, the Democratic Party endorsed wor- Dave Myers. And, really, and Dave Myers is is a loon. Well, no, I I get that. He's he's and also Fletcher doesn't even want him. That's how bad he is. So it's it wasn't like thing. they sat down and said, "Huh, I'm going to sit here and go, you know, you know, uh, issue by issue." It's that Dave Myers is it's so the package is is flawed. He, extremely flawed. I can't emphasize. I've never seen people so uh, and he really just in the last 2 years has taken this enormous I don't even want to call it a left turn. I mean it's such an it, it's off the cliff. An extreme to, yeah, off the cliff. There you go. Well, I, so I, they I said, just, you know, it, it, it makes perfectly good sense cuz I know we've talked to this guy. If Nathan Nathan Fletcher doesn't vote for his own party, this guy, then that tells you everything. Well, it, well, okay. So Nathan Fletcher's on the county board of supervisors, right. and the county board of supervisors—they're the ones that provide the funding for the sheriff's department, right? So that he's—they've had direct, you know, direct, direct contact, contact with with sure. with Kelly Martinez because they're working with the command staff, the sheriff, and of course he was already preparing Kelly Martinez to be the next sheriff, right? Um, so that's why he knows this knows her better, um, yeah. you know, directly. Um, anyway, it wasn't just Nathan. It was you know Todd Gloria. Well, yeah, it was Todd Gloria. a bunch of uh, elected Democrats who said, "Wow, our party made an enormous, enormous, extreme mistake. Wow. We're going to step up and we're just going to endorse." Have you ever seen that happen before? Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I wish the Republicans would do it more. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, but uh, you know, Democrats, uh, you know, I don't. I tend not to agree with with many of their. Right. Uh, stances on on things, but uh, I got to tell you, they're way better at standing up for things than Republicans could even dream of being. Yeah, that's true. Republicans have no backbone; they have no plan. They're they're totally reactionary, and uh, Democrats go, "Hey, you know what? This is what we believe. We're going to stand up for it." Right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Now, and, and the they're, things, they're in unity. Yeah, they're in unity, and the things they believe and stand up for, I don't always agree with. In fact, right. I rarely agree with. Right. Um, I tend but, to agree with Republicans a little bit. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, but I tend to agree with Republicans a little more often. Um, but at least they stand up. I know. Yeah, no. At I, least I, they stand up. I, I, I agree. So I agree. it's uh, so. But to answer your question, no, it's extremely rare. It, that's how extremely horrible Dave Myers is, right. and for Hammerling to not just you know accept his, he, it's not like so. Dave Myers uh, came out and endorsed um, Hammerling because he's mad. You know he got beat. He thought he, he wanted to be the next sheriff. Um, so uh, he endorsed Hammerling, and it's not like Hammerling just kind of said, "Hey, gee, thanks for the endorsement." John Hammerling is now bragging about Dave Myers endorsing him. And Dave Myers wrote this whole op-ed saying, hey, you know, um, she spent all this time improving the CCW program. You know, she's horrible. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, she's accepting an endorsement from San Diego County gun owners who, uh. who yeah, who, um, who 
are they're involved in a lawsuit that's you know against the the city um, for because the city stopped the ability for people to home manufacture firearms. It, th- there were multiple things in his list of complaints against Kelly Martinez that had to do with the Second Amendment, mm. and Hammerling is is you know public. He published this op-ed saying, "Hey, look, I got this great endorsement." Vote for me. I mean, it's it's it couldn't be more clear. Hmm. It couldn't be more clear that Kelly Martinez, if you care at all about the Second Amendment, if you care at all about competence. And if you like the CCWs flowing the way they're flowing. And if you like CCWs flowing the way they're flowing, Kelly Martinez is clearly, clearly, clearly the person. And and if you don't believe me, if you don't think, you know, if if you're saying, well, Mike, I don't I don't believe you that Kelly Martinez is the pro Second Amendment person. All right, well then believe John Hemmerling. <laughs> Because he's also, you know, the one basically saying that she's the pro Second Amendment candidate. Right. It's not yeah. just me. His... It's the it's the other. It's John Hammerling, which is you know completely no. asinine. No. Anyway, we've we've kind of talked about that a lot. One thing I want to talk about is a couple years ago, California Assembly Bill One Seventy Three was passed and it required the state, uh, the Department of Justice, the California Department of Justice, to share personal identifying information. Of, of gun owners in California and uh, ammunition buyers um, with with non-law enforcement, non-government agencies. So that would be like uh, like UC Davis, mm. let's say. UC Davis wants to study, you know, how, how can we stop gun violence? Right. You know, yeah. and they'd come up with some skewed, horrible, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, well, we need to take guns away from people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Go figure. So the state is saying, hey, Department of Justice, all this information that you gather from gun buyers and ammunition buyers, you have to turn that over so that we can they can study on how to take guns away from people. And Virtually. so we are plaintiffs, San Diego County gun owners, we are plaintiffs in the, uh, it's the Barba versus Bonta case where we basically said, hey, look, this isn't even, it, it goes way beyond Second Amendment at this point. You know, this is about privacy. This is about decency, for God's sake. This is about the safety of gun owners. Um, so we actually stood up. We the the lead plaintiff, Barba. Um, she is actually a, a San Diego County Gun Owners member. The we're plaintiffs. San Diego County Gun Owners is a plaintiff. We're working with Firearms Policy Coalition, and this is a major lawsuit that we're a part of, um, it, helping to defend you know the privacy and the rights of, of gun owners. Well. Over, let's see, last week, October 14th, Judge, uh, I don't know how to say her name, Catherine Bacall, B-A-C-A-L, she issued a preliminary injunction, which is awesome. We got the injunction. And she, by the way, doing a little research on her, it's not like she was, you know, she wasn't an, she wasn't uh, appointed by, you know, Reagan. <laughs> you know, she's, you know, she's not, you know, but she gave us the injunction. She gave us the injunction, and it's it's really, truly, uh, that in and of itself is a huge victory. Now, it doesn't always guarantee that we're going to win, you know, but that's a huge, it's a right step in the well, right direction. stop the process. Stop the process. That's the key. Stop the process for now. But, you know, um, gun owners, I, believe, I know how frustrating it is. We never seem to get the injunction. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Boom, we just got it. We just got the injunction. This is huge news. If you're a member of San Diego County Gun Owners, um, you're a plaintiff in this case as well. Um, you should be extremely proud. You should be extremely proud of, of what we're doing here. And it feels good to win. I know how easy it is to be down on uh, 
you oh, know, David I'm, versus Goliath. Yeah. You know, and it always, it's like, gosh, when are we going to start winning? Well, now. Yeah. That's when we start winning. Now we're winning. Right. You know, San Diego County Gunners, we got the injunction there. It takes there. perseverance, too. It takes how many years you've been doing this? Uh, seven years. And that's, you know, folks, I'm just telling you, if you deal with legalities and courts at any length of time, it takes about that much time to get it to a, maybe an area that you that, that works. Because if it didn't, you would have gave up. You don't ever want to give up. Yep. The, one of the, uh, uh, the, he's the director of legal operations from Firearms Policy Coalition, was quoted as saying, today's ruling reinforces what FPC has been arguing all along, that you needn't be forced to open your front door to immoral government intrusion in order to exercise your fundamental rights. I love it. I love it. And FPC, of course, uh, other plaintiffs, Second Amendment Foundation, California Gun Rights Foundation, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, and Inland Empire Gun Owners, all uh, plaintiffs in this case. Starting to be a force. Isn't this awesome? Have you noticed that? Yeah. Remember, it was just you. (laughs) It was never just me. Yes, it was. You with with your shield. Up, holding up. Yeah. I'm going to stop the onslaught. I remember that. They're day. not taking my guns. I remember that day. I know. Used to shoot back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I used to remember you'd come in every day. Oh, yeah, I shot here. I yeah. shot there. I shot this. I used to actually go to ranges and pull I, triggers. I was going to say, when's the last time? Now I just go to ranges. I don't pull any triggers. I don't really pull any triggers. No, you pull their finger, but that's about as far as Alicia that. said she was going to teach me how to shoot. That made me feel good. Oh, yeah. Guns are scary. You think you can teach him something? It's a big challenge. I know that's what I'm saying too. Do you like indoor or outdoor? Uh, well, that depends on what I'm doing. If 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 I'm working on uh, pistols, I I like indoor. Yeah. But uh, if you know shotguns, if I'm you know yeah, yeah but you see, you're thinking of a specific. I'm just saying shooting in general. I like indoor. What about you, Alicia? To be honest with you. Depends on the outside weather. <laughs> Bit of a princess. I like <laughs> the air conditioning. <laughs> okay. She's what you'd call indoorsy. I think so. I think you're absolutely. <laughs> you're not a princess. I've seen you sweating and you know, getting dirty. Who said princesses don't sweat? Yeah, Princess Leia sweated. Darn right. It's a bit. I guess. And then that other princess where that prince came over and gave her a kiss. <laughs> she started. She started sweating. But I digress. Anyway, be very very proud. Yeah. Join San Diego yeah. County Gun Owners. Join Inland Empire Gun Owners. Join Orange County Gun Owners. Uh, and join Firearms Policy Coalition. A lot right. of people ask, you know, hey, how do you guys work with other Second Amendment organizations? And I'll tell you, our relationship with Firearms Policy Coalition is hand in glove. Those guys are absolutely wonderful. We both play different, you know, different positions on the field, mm-hmm. and we play them well. Absolutely. And uh, takes, so, a yeah. t- takes a team to make it happen. That's right. It takes, right. takes a village. That's what Hillary Clinton used to say, Dave. I know, that's why I'm not saying that. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, you are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners. Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. On September 9th, 2022, the Riverside County Sheriff's Department received a public records request from Viacom CBS for the names of all people with concealed weapons permits. 
Upon receiving the request for public records, the department sought legal advice to determine if there were any valid exemptions the department could use in order to exempt the names of concealed weapon permit holders. As a result of outside legal analysis, it was determined the issue of disclosing concealed weapons holder names was addressed by the California Supreme Court, who ruled that upon request, public agencies must disclose the full names of concealed weapons permit holders. In its ruling, the California Supreme Court addressed two exemptions to disclosure, which otherwise would exempt disclosure. Government Code Section 6254K, records, records, the disclosed of which is exempt or prohibited pursuant to federal or state law, including but not limited to provisions of the evidence code relating to privilege. Used in conjunction with the California Constitution Article 1, Section 1, and or Evidence Code 1040, exempting disclosure of private information disclosed of public agencies. Point two was Government Code Section 6255, a general exemption where the public interest served by not disclosing the records clearly outweighs the public's interest served by disclosure of the record. In short, the court ruled neither exemption is applicable to the full names of concealed weapon permit holders and the names must be released. Based on the court precedent and the lack of exemptions to disclosure, the department was forced to disclose the full names of all current concealed carry permit holders. However, no additional identifying information was disclosed. The Riverside County Sheriff's Department does not take the release of concealed carry permit holders lightly, but was mandated to release the names by court precedent and a lack of protections within our current code. If you seek a change in the law, please contact your local California state legislator. So we could have set that up a little bit better. What happened was um, in Riverside, we uh, uh, what, she, what Alicia was just reading and did a fantastic job was a letter that went out to um, basically all the CCW holders in Riverside County. And uh, they were asking for all this, all this private information for uh, CCW holders in in the county, and uh, Bianco, uh, Sheriff Bianco, um, tried hard to fight it, but the court compelled him to give them a little bit of information. Way too much information, but it was still not as much as they asked for. And basically he's saying, he's, he's disclosing it. He's saying, look, here's what, he, the sheriff's saying, here's what happened. If you're a CCW holder, we had to give your name to... Viacom to CBS um, because they requested it. The names of all people with concealed weapons permits. Um, so you, you didn't get any. You didn't get any other personal information. You didn't get their address, um, but they did get all their names, and that's crazy. How could a court file? I mean, how could a court do that? Well, they just they just did. To they be never- to be fair, the court already has too much power in every single government agency. Like. When our founding fathers started the court system and the checks and balances system, it really wasn't working very well in terms of we make a law, but the real person who determines that law actually is the judicial branch. So therefore, in my opinion, the judicial branch already has too much power, in my opinion. so well, I, don't pretty- agree. I don't disagree with that at all. I think you're absolutely right. But you um, can't fix and, But that. this is the sheriff saying, hey, look, if you know, we, were, we were made to do this from California law. We, 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 were, we were forced to do this. If you don't like that, you have to get a hold of your your state legislator and complain and say, "Hey, this isn't right." Right. But I don't see any. There's no need. There's no public need. There's no, there should be no requirement that Viacom gets any information no. about gun owners or CCW holders. I mean, I won't even get an Amazon account. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Somebody wants to show me a 
wants me to read a book for kids. Yeah. But I got to go to Amazon. I got to turn in, a, give them a credit card. Eh, ain't doing that. I'm not going to do it. So I tell them, mail me the book. Well, we, tr- we don't have, there's no such thing as privacy anymore. No, that's what I, I mean. I'm hanging on to the little thread that I have. You know what I mean? Because you're right. What did I do the other day? I looked up something on, on online. Yeah. Now I have 37 commercials or right. advertisements for that product. Well, I actually like that part. I you do? Like but I mean, whether I buy it or not, I don't even have to buy the product and I, I'll get inundated for about a month. Just stand really close to your phone and talk about it. Yeah. You get all the ads. Now, Mike, I do have a yeah. question based yes. on this, by the way. Uh, yes, sir. Who determines the California Supreme Justices for our state specifically? Is it just like the National Supreme Court where the president gets to elect those fellow people in? Or, or in this case, does our governor uh, decide to let those people into the Supreme Court? Or well, can you, we actually vote? For yeah, no, look on your ballot. Uh, you know, we, we, a lot of people have asked us, hey, you know, who should we vote for for judge? And we have gone back and forth. We're legally allowed to endorse, um, you know, local judges, and we've had some from, some folks on the radio here, um, you know, who are running for for judge. But the best advice we've been given is to not endorse in these races for judges because if a um, if we have a lawsuit that goes in front of them and it's somebody we've endorsed for office, it could taint the case. So we've been instructed, you know, hey, you know what? Don't endorse in these in these judge races. So we can do other things. We can have them come and talk to our members at, at meetings, which is another important reason you should you should you know attend our our meetings, our, our monthly events. Um, and of course, we have them on the radio, so we can we can inform you um, and let let people know. But yeah, absolutely, big part of of who, you, who big part of your ballot is is who you're going to vote for for judge. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this is why, you know, judges have too much power. But people don't know anything about these judges. They don't know enough. And the other thing is. How do you find out? Well, there's a lot of different places you can go. I don't, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a recommendation right here, but there are places that, that, uh, judge judges. Um, but the other problem is, you know, if you've ever been to one of our meetings where we had a judge come talk or a candidate for judge come talk, or if you've listened to our interviews in the past, they can't answer questions. You know, they're running for judge, and you say to them, like, well, hey, how would you rule in this situation? Oh, I can't tell you that. They can't tell you that. So how do we ba- – how, what do we do? How do we base our our endorsement? This was my question. <clears throat> I know, I'm right? looking at my ballot, and I recognize nobody. You know, I mean, I, 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 so – well, we had uh, – there are – well, I don't know. Well, I didn't look at that big <clears throat> book that comes from the, from the government, the voter, yeah. you know. Right. Would that have all the judges in it? Because I just I believe went, it does. I believe they have a, I went have a statement of, in there. I just went off of your guide, like I said, and, right. and DeMaio's. Did, did, did DeMaio do judges? I think he has some judges on yeah, there. Yeah, he, he had judges in there. Yeah, who did he endorse? I don't recall the Murray, specifics. I think. I don't remember. You're lucky no, no. I got the circle filled in. <laughs> that was tough enough, let me tell you. Trying but it's it is color. a tough. But I I'm you know uh, Sheriff Bianco up in Riverside is really truly one of my favorite elected officials. Oh, yeah, and I think he did everything he possibly could. But at the but end, he of still the day, had to pull the numbers. He did, and everybody's got this. Well, gee, he should have stood up and died on a hill and doing whatever. That's not real. Well, life. if it's not okay, so they get rid of him. They bring another sheriff in. Yeah, it's just, make the same request. It's just not how it works. This idea that like, well, if you. You know, if you elect a constitutional sheriff and then they won't have to follow the law and blah, 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 
you're living in a dream. Yeah, That's on. not how it works. And we so wish it did, but it doesn't. He did everything he could. He took it to court, and he said, hey, I don't like this. I can't fight it. But at the end of the day, you know, he followed the court order. Right. He followed California law. Yeah. Um, what we have to do is get the right people elected. Because uh, for far too long, the Second Amendment community has been putting too many eggs in the judicial basket, is mm-hmm. how I've been phrasing it. Mm-hmm. And we just go, ah, let's just sue. Yeah. Well, that takes millions of dollars, and you know it's still a crapshoot, and you know, but and the real it's sl- at least a five year deal, so be prepared. The other thing is that's not what that's not the design. Mm-mm. You know this this uh, American government system that we have that's not the design. And you can appeal. The design is to be involved in in the election of mm-hmm. the person who represents you. Right. So, but it just seems to me like it never do. ends. It never ends. It, well, it never does end. That's the price. That's the price of freedom. Yeah, you know, ever, ever, what does it go? Everville. I always get it. I always get it wrong. I've said it like a hundred times on this show. I know. The but the price of freedom is ever vigilance. Oh, very good. Yeah, right. It's yeah, beautiful. I, 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 yeah, you're on top of that one. So this is something I don't know what we're going to do with this. To be honest with you, um, well, but it's it's something to be aware of, and it's brand new, hot off the press. You heard now, it so here that, now. That's now that's Riverside. That's Riverside, right? They haven't done it to San Diego yet. Not that I'm aware of. And how? So how do we fight it? I guess that's the next question. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. I, I I mean the you know the way to fight it is to get the right people elected and and yeah, have them I mean, change the law. It could happen next Thursday. But if it if it if you know it, the way this reads, it we already went to court. Mm-hmm. Judge already ruled on it. Has already determined that yeah, this is. You know, so this what is, is Vicam again doing with this information? We don't know. I, maybe that's a way to attack it. You know, ask Viacom, CBS, what are you, what what are you, you doing with this information? You know, but we need to find some some either uh, reporters or some politicians to pull them in and say, "Why are you doing this?" It's a good question. All right, let's work on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it this afternoon. I think you should. It's still got daylight. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well. You know, and what was that thing that that uh, all these people? I should have my information before I throw out there. It was that had What's a that? weird name, Jones, something Jones, and they got uh, sued for a billion dollars. Jim Jones? No, it oh. was defamation <laughs> of character during the Sandy Hook. Oh, uh, yeah, I know yeah. Who you're talking about. What was that? What is that guy's name? What is it? Something Jones. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex yeah. Jones is it? What social Infowars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he says he doesn't have enough money. I don't understand that. I really. That now was look, insane. What he said was crazy and vile. Look what it cost him. But I don't understand. You know, when you sue somebody, you're suing for monetary damages. I'm having a hard time understanding where the where those monetary damages. It was like $100 million. Oh. Something ridiculous. No, he's like up that. to a billion. It was a, mil, a billion dollars? Billion. Oh, it was every, like 900 every bill, client million. Got, every client got 30 to 50 billion. A million. I don't understand how they but can. It had something, the way the judge, because I got, I listened, I was driving in the car and I happened to hear it. Yeah. And the way the judge put it, it was, it was uh, uh, character. Uh, the fact that he, they were making stories about the kids that really died, that it really didn't happen. It was all staged. Mm-hmm. So they had about two or three per, and each one had, was anywhere between 19 and 60 million. I don't understand. I don't understand how, where, where the, I, I, Where I, that figure comes from? How, how can they? That was a jury. It, it's it's horrible and tragic. Totally. And he should have. Uh, what he said is disgusting. 
Yeah, totally. And and insane. And I don't know what the reason was. But I don't understand how they can justify that amount of money in damages to to the to the victims. Yeah. Um it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't well, know how it, they can it was say, eight victims. It was it was not one, it was eight. Well, I, was eight. I don't understand how they can say, you know, these this this well, victim is out have this more amount homework. of money. You have more homework. Yeah, more homework No more TV for you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Action Jackson's going to give us the outs right here on Gun Owners Radio FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, where it's always better off air than it is on. This is Gun Owners Radio, <laughs> FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, a self-defense event happens in seconds. And in the time it takes to listen to the commercials, your life could change forever. I pray you never are, are never forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists, because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, that's uscca.com slash G-O-R. And now, because the life you save could be your own, uscca.com slash G-O-R. Hey, Action Jackson. Oh. Having show you that watch, will throw a dart out of the center of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It will. You haven't you seen that? that? Pretty cool. It's a poisonous dart. Ooh. He's going to take down an elephant. What do you think? <laughs> I'd take down an elephant. Are you a member of USCCA? Uh, no, but I think about it every Sunday. <laughs> at about I am. 10 minutes to 6. I'm a member of USCCA. So I like am I. Them. Yeah. Alicia, what do you think? You like uh, I do. I like, I, yeah, I do. And one thing, just not that this really applies to, the, to a lot of the public at large, but they are coming out with their own version of instructor insurance that rivals the NRA. Which oh. is I'm still looking forward. It's it's released in other states. It's not quite ready to go in California yet. So I'm why, looking forward. Why do to you need insurance? As an instructor, I do. Just, just in case. I do. Yeah. You shoot one. It's like it's like yeah. liability. It is. It's it's a general liability. Yeah. And you have to be a we well, we don't know yet, but you probably have to be a USCCA instructor. That's I wouldn't. Mm, no, you know I don't believe so oh, wow. because I I've spoken with the representative we have here locally. I have not asked that specifically, but I know he did mention that there's. That there, that there's, there's, um, Adam. Is that Adam? Adam. It is Adam. Handsome Adam. Handsome Adam. We got to get Adam on the on the show. We can. I think talk you to would. that dude about yeah. USCCA. So have him in the studio yeah. though, just so I can stare at his dreamy eyes. Dave. Uh, okay. <laughs> see, we're, so Action Jackson, do you belong to yeah. USCCA? I went too far. Yes, you did. Uh, no. Not yet. I wish. Still too short. No. <laughs> is that a height requirement? Does well, it you matter? Got, you got to be tall, right? Does it matter how tall I am? Because if, if I'm no. tall enough. Then how I'm... tall are you? How tall are you? As he uh, looks at his dad. Tall four, enough. 4.2. 4.2. You're four <laughs> foot two? Eyes uh, of blue. Hoochie, hoochie, hoochie. Four foot two. <laughs> There's a song. Google it. You'll see it. It's all cool. Don't, Don't uh, Google it. Don't do it. Oh, I will. Oh, I know you will, bud. I, we're on top of it. Hey, guess who's, I, guess who's on this? today? Can I say this on the air? 
What? So Jack, Action Jackson, our very own, scored a perfect score for his third grade assessment. Only he and one other student who was in the sixth grade had, he got a perfect score in the whole school. I believe it. Congratulations, yeah, bud. man. Right on. Fist bump. Thank you. Breaking was it, news. Was it easy? I was a bit challenging. Yeah. Yeah, I not, bet you, too, I'm, not too much for you. You though. think Michael could have passed it? Mm. Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. I'd give it a maybe. <laughs> Were you good at I mean, tests? I pass. Did you like tests? I loved tests. Did you really? I, you know, I liked multiple choice. <laughs> what about the math? And I liked. Uh, I like. No, no, I didn't like no, math. No. Well, if it was multiple choice. And I liked I liked uh, tests where they're like, look, write an essay. I'm like, well, I, hell, all right, I can make anything up, you know. Hey, Mike. Yes. Do you you know the Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? Do I ever? Yes. Do you like those books? I loved Choose My Own Adventure. I had an Indiana Jones Choose My Own Adventure when I was a kid. I loved it. Hmm. Yeah. How about you? I have the first three. Wow. My whole life is a choose my own adventure book. Well, that's true too. <laughs> so do you do you read a lot? Do you read a lot? Yeah, you could say. <laughs> Probably. Every day do you re- don't pay attention. Be a little less of a choose a book. Yeah. <laughs> I own adventure. What a what a story that would be, right? All right, should we bring on Okay, yes. What are we doing here? Nephew? Yeah, I don't know. Are we on the air? Okay, uh, so every week we have um <laughs> we have a uh uh, we have somebody write in and uh, give us some gun trivia. What you doing to kid? If we uh, if we use your your question on the air, we uh, give you a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew, you get something special. I don't know what the special prize is. It'll probably be I don't know maybe tickets to Gun Prom up in Inland Empire. Maybe it'll be a special sushi lunch with Action Jackson and I. That'd be cool. Skybox at a Padre game. Probably not that. Okay, so let's bring Sam on. Sam, how you doing? I was trying to help Walt out. All right, how are you guys? Good, man. Do you like choose your own adventure books? I do. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, so we have a question for you. Action Jackson, without further ado, fire away. All right. Which hand did Gaston Glock use to test his guns? Oh, good question. This Which is, hand did Gaston Glock use to choose uh, use to uh, to test his gun? This is this is from who who sent this in? Oh yeah, Mike from Alpine. Mike from Alpine writes. Which Mike hand? From Alpine. Test? Thanks for writing in. Um, this sounds like a really obscure question, but it's actually a little bit easier than it looks. Um, and I happen to know that Gaston Glock used his left hand when testing the pistols because if it blew up maimed him he would still have his dominant hand that's exactly right gaston glock the founder of the very famous glock firearms company famously used to test his new firearms design or or, or famously uh tested his own firearms himself so the new designs he would test them himself he used his left hand to fire his prototypes in case they exploded so he could still use his right hand to write and do whatever because he was right handed correct Awesome job. How do you do you remember how you know that? I always um, ask you. I this. don't, but it's a really fun piece of trivia. So if if you're a fan of Glock pistols at all, or if you know someone who is, that's a great one to to bust out at a party or something. I don't know. Still alive, ninety three years old, Gaston Glock, still going strong. Unbelievable. I was uh I was actually uh reading a little bit of 
a little bit about him. It's interesting how he he invented the Glock. He was he was because he didn't start. He wasn't a gun guy. Right. Yeah. He he kind of fell into it. He made his fortune in uh, plastics injection molding. Glock uh, really made their name in uh, like golf club handles on chairs and stuff like that. They're only products for the military before their pistols were uh, like entrenching tools. That was their first military contract. And my understanding is the the actual material that they use uh, on their on their on their models is still a, a trade secret. They don't they don't tell people the the recipe for their yeah. uh, their polymer. Plastics. Their polymer. Uh, the plastics industry is uh, very. Um, there are a lot of secrets there, a lot of trade secrets, because if you can figure out the exact plastic blend a company uses, then like, you can kind of destroy their market share because these materials have to have a very specific set of uh, physical properties. And it's, and they have that, that, it's not just their plastics, too. They have like some kind of hardcore, toughest diamond coating for their, uh, for their, for their, like for their slides. Yeah, the, the coating is a little bit less uh, sort of crazy and out there. Uh, well, neither neither are really. As far as anyone can tell, the plastic material they use is pretty similar to DuPont Zytel, uh, but we don't know the exact fiber fill. It's probably somewhere between 30 and 50%, but I'm not a materials scientist, so I don't know for sure. Uh, the slide coating is is basically, uh, everyone has their own name for it, but now they're, they're using uh, basically a, a, a gas nitride, Diamond like carbon coating. Nice. Excellent. I forget. Are you a Glock owner? I am a Glock owner. What do you, which, what's your, your, it's a, what is yours? 40, what is yours? I have the 43X, which I don't think you guys can get in California. Thanks for rubbing that in. Thank you for rubbing that in. Well, not yet. If we win the Rena case, we'll be able to have it. The 43X is a what? Uh, It's a single stack nine, uh, 3.4 inch barrel, 10 round capacity. But isn't it? Uh, it's got the slide of a of a. It's like similar. The slide similar to a nineteen, and the frame similar to a seventeen. Is that or am I totally way no. off here? Like no. the um, Alicia's. It has the slide of a forty three, but the frame is taller and a little bit thicker. So it's okay. like the height of a nineteen. I got you. That's where I was. I know it's a single stack. All right. How many does it? How many does it hold? A single stack. And round standard capacity, so it would be great for your state if your state government would decide not to have such arbitrary restrictions on what guns you can and can't have, while allowing police officers to flout that. Well, hopefully, we'll get rid of the uh, the ten round magazine capacity thing too. All that's uh, you know. Ways- is, is the list on on the? Is there an opportunity we can change our list or not have a list? Well, the the Rena case, the lawsuit. Hopefully, we're going to win that soon, and that will eliminate having a. Essentially, yeah. I mean, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll, here's what it'll do. It'll most likely get rid of the, uh, the, the impossible part. So there's this, there's part of that, that, you know, you probably still have a list, but right now you can't get on the list because there's no such thing as micro stamping. So it'll probably eliminate the micro stamp. Oh, I see. And then, and then we'll have to just keep fighting for the list. Well, they'll just, you know, the list will just kind of turn into a, a fee, but at least people will be able to, Oh, so if you want to get like the gun, yeah. So Sam's talking about, it, you right. just have to pay an extra fee for it. They'll they'll have to pay a fee to California to get on. The well, I'm sure that's see. There's always a catch somewhere. There's you know? always a catch. Well, it is, but you know, somebody's got to make money. That's right. Well, guess how many people 
you, you, you so you know this uh you know uh sam the the test the laboratory for the for the uh for the safe handgun roster is actually one of them there's two of them one of them's in maryland up kind of close to you guys guess how many pistols have been submitted to the laboratory for testing and have failed um, I'm going to guess probably zero or somewhere in the single digits. Yeah, zero point zero. That's how many. I mean, it's just it's a total scam. It's just a money grab. So, but hopefully we'll get rid of it. All Thanks, right, Sam. Awesome job, bud. Thanks for having me on. Good night, everyone. All right, buddy. Hey, subscribe to our show. Give us a five star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And please support our great sponsors: San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners. Dylan Law Group, DRMI Mortgage, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training International, U.S. Concealed Carry, and a big shout-out to Alicia Kurt and Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, and the only way we can stay on air, Brendan Thomas. All right, folks, don't forget, join San Diego County gun owners and take a run up to the uh, Inland Empire uh, Gun uh, Prom. It'll be a ton of fun, and we're on every podcast. Tell your friends, and... Uh, We look forward to uh, chatting with you next week. And go to the uh, San Diego County Gun Owners website for all kinds of interesting news. Bob Siegel is in the house and has he got a show for you. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.